Backyard Barbecue Podcast, the premier hip-hop podcast in the game. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Backyard Barbecue Podcast, the premier hip-hop podcast in the game. I am your host, Kane Patrick. And you know what to do. It's the boy with the most J-Vivid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say some stupid shit <laughs> uh, You did that You definitely did that You said some stupid shit I just wanted to feel like a real DJ Just for a little bit <laughs> um, Yeah, what's up guys? Week number hey, five How's it going? Yeah, week number five We're, we're in this. Um, It's been a slow week It's been slow And we're not gonna lie to you We are um, a little underprepared and unprepared But we got a little something planned for y'all We're gonna be switching it up today uh, I feel like more fatigued than underpaired. Yeah, maybe. I think that's what it is. We've been, in we've general, I think life has uh, been taking a toll on everybody these past two weeks. Yeah, I've it's been, been real busy. And then here in Dallas, it's real rainy. Like, it's yeah. bad. Um, we don't get a lot of rain down here, so yeah, not people like don't really this. know not how like to drive. The, uh, I feel like I'm in the UK. Like, it's raining every day. Well, we're in Seattle right now. Like <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle. Right. Um... Yeah, so instead of the normal menu today, we're going to have a special menu today. Yep. Uh, the chef's menu. Chef's special today. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be discussing our favorite rap albums ever. And um, how do you want to break this down? You want to do a top five, or you want to just say what your favorites are, albums that you like, albums that you can listen to all the way through? I want to like, say, yeah, let's talk about like albums we can. Let's just. Let's start with like kind of talking about albums we like and then because you know we'll have to and then build up to what our favorites are Mm -hmm. okay just keep the ball rolling okay so when you say albums you like you mean like albums that you can listen to like well because we'll probably start off with like something like oh some of my favorite albums right now are like uh you know pretty girls like trap music or but they're not like my favorite of all time yeah they're, they're like my favorite right now um you know eventually we'll We'll get there. That's what I mean. Because, you know, I need some references. And eventually I'll be like, oh, you know what? My favorite album is like this album. I know um, what my favorite. Are, okay. <laughs> are we just talking albums? Are we talking mixtapes? We're talking EPs? We're talking all of it. All projects. All projects. All projects in general. Yeah. Okay. That changes it up then. Um, I'm going to let you start off. Let's uh, give me one of your favorites. Man. Or just something, something that you like. It doesn't have to be recent. Just what's one of your... What are you into, Justin? What I'm into, man, right now, one of my favorite albums right now, and it's uh, it's only because it's so progressive. It was something that could have, uh, I mean, it is launching. We're seeing like a new wave of it, but like Little Peeps, late, uh, well, his last album, mm-hmm. his little, it was like an eight uh, song. Come Over When You're Sober, part yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That was was great. I've been, I never got I've around been, to listening to that. I've been jamming it like every day for the past like two weeks. I hear good things. R.I.P. Little Peep, though. Yeah, but it was definitely a little good. There's a lot of, uh, I don't know how to explain it, man. There, There's so much rock influence, but it's, you can tell it's a rap album. Yeah, but these are so much rock influence. You can tell, and then like the singing. It was you feel like uh, is it kind of like a little Uzi feel? No, it's totally. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you don't get this feel. It's like man, this is almost. It's uh, completely different. It's completely different. It's so pure. It actually sounds like real music. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it sounds like some real music. Um, except that it was totally different because he's talking about like his depression, almost like Seventeen. It's almost just like Seventeen. I um, like Seventeen a lot. Yeah, it's almost just like Seventeen. He talks a lot about like his depression and. He talks about, like, his father, how, like, uh, because he didn't really know his father, so he talks about, like, uh, the abandonment that he felt from that Mm -hmm. in one of his songs. Um, It was just one of the realest albums. I love albums that are real, where people uh, display their true uh, colors and their real emotions out there. Um, Because that's when you really get some real art, is when people do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well... Being that you just said that, I'm gonna say 17 XXX Tentacion. Yeah, that's true. That's one of my favorites right now. Yeah, and it's such a short album; it's an easy listen. And if if you're mad depressed, like that shit is <laughs> like on great. one of these days, like the, today is like the perfect day. To yeah, today's to one of those days to listen to that album. Um, let's talk about 17 because 17 is uh, a great album, and I was thinking about 17 today because, it's, like I said, I've been listening to so much Lil Peep, and I was thinking, I was like, man, where did um if it wasn't for Little Peep, do you think XSX Tentacion would have made an album like Seventeen? Um, do you think 
XXX Tentacion had Lil Peep's influence? I think Lil Peep gave everybody... If, if I'm correct, the way I've been listening to artists talk about Lil Peep, I don't think Lil Peep artists like Lil Uzi and XXX would have been putting out things that are so... Uh, for that makes him so vulnerable um if it wasn't for somebody like Lil Peep already doing that okay like but you gotta think him, about they gave him like I think Lil Peep gave them the uh the strength to go ahead and to say it's okay to do this okay but when Lil Peep was making music X was locked up yeah so do you think that that influence was there because I mean just look at X yeah. and like everything that he's done he just looks like a sad person too yeah That's so it, it could be that it could be it could be a lot of things, um, but I've heard like X talk about Lil Peep and say how like how he's, you know, everybody's talked about Lil Peep as a he's been an influence. Okay, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, okay. That's why I'm saying. That's why I was thinking. I was like, well, hey, taking that into account, then maybe that was the reason behind uh, Seventeen being the way it was. Mm-hmm. I like Seventeen a lot. So if I mean if if that if Come Over When You're Sober Part One is like the same feel, mm-hmm. then I think it'd be. I'd enjoy yeah, it. You should definitely listen to it. But um, I want to talk about a song on Seventeen, and uh, a lot of people don't know this. Um, I'm really, dude. I love creativity. So if I hear like something creative and music, I fall in love with it. It's one of the best things I've ever heard. Um, I haven't heard an artist do this in music. I've heard different uh, uh, riot. Like they try to do it. Maybe they try to do something similar. Um, but he had a song that sounded like maybe. Cause man, it just really gets you sad. You just feel like you're in like maybe an empty house. Mm-hmm. You just like walked into the house maybe, and he's in like the farthest room, probably in the corner. And it sounds like he's crying and singing. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Let me see if I can pull up the name. I believe it's called Carry On. Yeah, I think yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's the interlude. It's the interlude out song. Oh, it's the interlude? Yeah. Then that's uh, Dead Inside. Yeah, it's Dead Inside. That one's dope, man. How, like, it just sounds like, I don't know, it gives it this feeling that it's so raw and so real mm-hmm. of, like, because just imagine, like, because um, I think what he was going for is the, uh, is a different perspective as far as, um, like, let's say somebody who has to deal with him every day and what they have to listen to mm-hmm. of, of what's coming out in his uh you know his personality and his uh, his problems so yeah. it's almost like like he was giving us an insight on that um, you know yeah I mean? one of the songs that, yeah. that, that I really liked was uh, Revenge uh-huh. uh, Jocelyn Flores um, and Fuck Love like those three are super yeah. good but uh, especially Revenge I'm surprised you like Fuck Love with Trippy Red on there it's a good one it's on our <laughs> it's on our um, it's on your if you're, uh, it's on our music that we're into right now playlist yeah. on Spotify. Go and check that out, guys. We definitely should be updating that soon. Well, I've been planning on like sending uh, Kane some stuff that I want to see up there. Yeah, I've um, been deleting and adding stuff, but uh, I mean, and right now, guys, I mean, we're we're kind of hitting like a little. I wouldn't say a rough pass, but it's just uh, like I said, we're getting, we're so busy right now with a lot of things that it's kind of <laughs> it's getting to the point where. Um, we might have to take a little break soon. Yeah, season <laughs> season one might be wrapping up soon. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. We'll let y'all know. We'll keep y'all up to date. Yeah, but we're not stopping this. We just uh, we need to get. Gather. We need to work out. Yeah, a, we need to a better schedule. <laughs> we need to get our uh, our, our gooses. Yeah. Uh, lined up, our ducks in a row. Um. So. Let's do five albums that you like five albums that I like I got you said come over when you're sober I said 17 come over when you're sober let's say uh, pretty girls like trap music I like that one a lot too scumfuck flower boy fuck okay <laughs> uh, big fish theory alright and damn the collector's edition <laughs> okay. That's okay. A lineup right there. <laughs> All right. So I said seventeen. Um, more life from Drake. Ooh. That one was fucking fire. Uh, let's see Fuego. what else. Um, I decided Big Sean. Okay. Uh, B I G. 
Are we just doing like last year's albums? No, no, I just I honestly just said because he said name five albums that you like right now, and I was like, five albums I like right now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> then um. Mm. That's possibly what I'm listening to. That's why. Like, last year's music. Well, yeah, it's like that. Right okay, now. if you're doing damn collector's edition, I'm doing damn regular edition. Okay. So that's four for me, and then uh, one more. Carter four, Lil Wayne. Damn. Are you bumping that right now? Oh, man. <laughs> I've been bumping so much Lil Wayne lately. It's uh, I'm having the best time. <laughs> well, all right. So, Kane's been bumping so much Lil Wayne, but have you listened to Dedication 6 yet? Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. <laughs> I love Lil Wayne. Like, that's one of my favorite artists of all time. Like, I've been jamming Lil Wayne since I was, like, 11. Okay? So, well, I, honestly, before that, but seriously enjoying him since I was 11. And, um... No, I haven't heard Dedication 6 yet. But I'm telling you, if you... I haven't got around to it. If you fell in love with Lil Wayne at 11 when he was coming out with, like, the droughts, this is that's this is that Lil Wayne again. No, I'm going to tell you right now, because one of my favorite Lil Wayne projects is Dedication 4. Mm-hmm. Oh, my... When I first heard that, that shit changed my life. Well, it's just like, it's, it's with everything that happened with the Birdman thing, uh, even before the Birdman thing, he was going through... I mean, he's always had drug problems. But before Little Birdman, he was going through like a really hard mm-hmm. drug problem, and so his music wasn't doing too well for the past like I want to say five to seven years. It hasn't been the best. Well, I mean, um, that's your perspective. But I feel like coming with his dedication six, and then now he's getting back on his feet. He's talking about the Carter. He's releasing the Carter. Um, I feel like Little Wayne's back. Like, okay, like, I feel like Carter five is gonna be like. Uh, what was that album Dr. Dre said was going to come out? Detox? Mm. Uh, and it never happened? Um, it might. Did Detox never come out? No. What? He he completely scrapped the project and then made a whole new album, and that one was called uh, Compton. It could be true because, see, whenever. No, because Dedication 6 just came out, and he keeps saying that Carter 5 is coming soon on that, on Dedication 6, and then. Before Dedication 6 came out four months ago at the BET Awards, he was talking about the, the, uh, Carter 5, too. I'm, that was the whole point with him doing the, the performance. I'm not going to believe that Carter 5 is coming out until I hear a sorry for the wait. Because that make, whenever there's a sorry for the wait mixtape, the album is like right after. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Carter 4 is just... In, I've been really li- listening to that lately. I've been listening to all Lil Wayne lately but especially Carter 4 um, but I want to go over some of the albums that you said before I get to that um, Flower Boy first off let's talk about Flower Boy fucking amazing it was an amazing um, oh this is something that I wanted to touch on last episode and I didn't get to it because I forgot what I was talking about so I forgot my uh, like I said I got bad ADD ADHD so I kind of forget uh, my subjects if I if I don't just say them Blurred them out loud when I they come to my head, um, which is why sometimes people are like, "Dude, you're so rude. You could cut people off." And I'm like, "Dude, you don't understand. Like, if I don't say it, I'm gonna forget." Yeah. Um, and so one of the things I was gonna say is the uh, Scumfuck Flower Boy and Big Fish Theory are perfect examples of what I was saying. Why I love hip hop right now, or why I've always loved hip hop, and why hip hop is number one right now is because I feel like hip hop is still the only genre. Um, that is willing to take chances as far as like doing something new and creative. Everybody, ever, all the other genres are staying. Uh, they're doing, they're playing it safe. They're doing what they've been doing, uh, and they're not trying out anything new. And so that's what I was saying. Like hip hop, it's so much still fun because people are still trying to come up with new things. They're still trying to be original. They're still trying to come up with new sounds. Um, and Scuff Like Loud Boy was a perfect example of that. It was very. It was the exact opposite of what you expected from Tyler, yeah, the creator. Yeah, it was the exact opposite of what I was expected, and it was such an easy listen. I was expecting Tyler. It's only like 40 minutes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be, when I, before that album came out, I wasn't a fan of Tyler's music. Uh, I was just a fan of him as a person. You know, I liked his TV show, Loader Squad, and like all the other things that he did outside of music. But then I remember you told me, you're like, you got to listen to Flower Boy. And I was like, nah, like, it's not going to happen, <laughs> like. I don't like Tyler's music. I didn't at the time. And then for some reason, I was like, you know what? Justin keeps pressing me. Yeah. 
it might actually be good. Let me listen to it. No, man, because I'm not going to lie. I was feeling sort of the same way other than, like, Yonkers. Yeah, I fucking um, love other Yonkers. Other than, like, she... Like, I really didn't uh, mess with Tyler's music. I only messed with, like, Tyler. I only liked, like, Yonkers and, like, uh, Tamale. Yeah. And, like, that was it. Um, I did like Goblin. But, see, the reason why I like Goblin is the same reason why I like things like Seventeen. Yeah. And because he was, he got very, uh. It was kind of dark. Yeah, he got dark and he started, he, he started wearing his feelings on his sleeve. And he started talking about his dad and his abandonment issue. And that one. See, that's the reason why I like that song, um. Answer? Off of the oh, album yeah, that, Wolf. That was so good. That was a good ass song. Um, is that an actual song? Because I've only listened to it as it was like a skit in that. Wolf. At the end of the At Tamale the of video. The yeah, no, there's it's an actual song. There's a second verse and. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. I need to I need to get that. It's off that it's off that album. Wolf. We need to put that on our uh, on our listen because that's a great song. Yeah, no, that's a beautiful song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I, when I first heard Flower Boy all the way through. Well, because also after um, Life of Pablo came out, you know, um, well, even before Life of Pablo came out, ASAP Rocky and Tyler the Creator were hanging out a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I went to the ASAP concert, it was ASAP and Tyler on tour together. So I had already seen Tyler in person. I actually met him before the show. Mm-hmm. And like, I I walked right past him. I was like, I really don't care. Like, because I, I really, I don't, I don't like, because I, I remember I was walking in through the back. And he was just standing there. He goes, hey, what's up, dude? I was like, hey, what's up? And uh, and then he's like, all right, enjoy the show. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. And I just kept walking. And then um, – See, that's cool. Because my problem with Tyler, if I were to meet Tyler, I would be scared that he would, like – I would be able to keep up with him. Yeah. Like he would probably be clowning. And oh, I yeah. wouldn't be in the mood. Or, like, I just wouldn't be prepared. And he would just, like, make me look dumb. Yeah, so then I saw him in concert, and I was like, whatever, no big deal. I'm just waiting for ASAP to perform. Yeah. And then, so after that, um, ASAP Rocky had, like, retweeted Tyler's video where he did a – he did he did a rap over um, Kanye's Freestyle 4 beat, mm-hmm. and it was called What the Fuck Right Now, and Tyler fucking killed that shit. Like, the it was fucking nice. An and actual I, freestyle? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was an actual freestyle if it was pre-written. Well, I mean, like, it, but they they announced it as a freestyle, and he took it serious. And he, like, well, the spit Kanye art. song is called Freestyle 4. Oh, uh, okay. And then so he renamed it uh, What the Fuck Right Now. Because I've, I've never seen Tyler freestyle. I mean, whatever, like, videos there are of him freestyling, he's just, like, joking. He's yeah. Just, like, so then I heard that, and I was like, eh, Tyler's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. And then so... Then again, ASAP Rocky retweeted um, the video for "Who That Boy," and so I watched the video and I was like, you know, because I like ASAP, so yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Yeah, you know, good for him, good for Tyler. I'm it glad was, they're friends. Mm-hmm. And then when you told me to listen to the album, and I listened to it all the way through, I was like, this album's fucking incredible. Yeah, it was. Awesome. And then from that, um, I started listening to Rex County Orange or Rex Orange County, whatever his name is, and he's the guy that sings on a lot of the songs from there, and he's fucking incredible, too. It's not rap, but it's... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Mm. It's good. Yeah. It's very good. Like, if you like good music, you'll like that. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, Tyler, he's just opened a bunch of doors for me, too, because I've been watching, like, all his interviews, talking about it since, and how he, like, put together the whole album, and it's just it's fucking great. Yeah. It was um, um, definitely genius. And then he had a... Kali on there, Kali Uchis, whatever her name is too, mm-hmm. and she's fucking incredible. I just love that it's uh something you can also sing along to. Yeah. And of course there were some bars on there, so. Oh yeah, there was a lot of good bars on there. Um, I want to say when I first got it, I downloaded a bootleg version, and um the song Pothole got replaced with like a completely different song. It was kind of a Soldier Boy situation where the dude, whoever <laughs> uploaded it, he put his own song on there. Yeah. But that song had fucking bars. I don't remember, like, what it was or anything, but, like, the dude was like, um, I'm eating so much octopus, I'm growing another arm. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's a hot-ass bar. So I remember the next day I came up to you, I was like, bro, that bar where he's talking about eating octopus? And you looked confused, but you were just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, like, uh, and then so I went back and I, like, was reading uh, the track listing and uh, – and the the lyrics and I was like, this isn't pothole. I was like, Jaden Smith isn't even on this song. <laughs> and then so I found out what happened and I had to like download it again and shit. But that yeah. shit was funny when it happened. Um, 
but yeah, uh, see you again with Kali. That's a badass song. Um, Nine one one. Uh, November. Um, glitter, glitter. Uh, what's that song? If, if I cross your mind. Yeah, that's see you again. See you again. Yeah. Yeah. Even like the interludes, like sometimes where it's the the dude on the radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the whole album is really good. And no. I was, uh, Speaking of Who That Boy, because see, when Who That Boy came out, that was one of the first singles he released. Yeah. Uh, promoting that album. And I loved ASAP. And I liked how they uh, were able to work together because they were two totally different styles. And I was kind of like, how are they going to be able to m- mash these two different styles together? And they were able to make it work. But what I was even more surprised about, and even. I don't know, it just sent, it sent a, a, a shiver down my spine was that song leading into it and how it's it, it's so smoothly transitioned with the trumpets into the who that boy and from that song what was the song right before let me s- let me see right here the s- the song before who that boy is see you again yeah it's see you again at the very end when it's uh, like the trumpet, like, yeah, he's yeah. playing that, and all of a sudden he's like, and then it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. then it goes straight into who that boy. And I'm like, dude, that was dope. That and was the thing I like about who that boy too is like, it has this fucking intro that's like a minute long, and it's just like building up, <laughs> building up, building up, building up, and then it's like, ah, like it just <laughs> fucking screams at you. Yeah. And um, yeah, that album is. It's a. I really like that album. If you if y'all haven't heard that album, y'all gotta go listen to it. Definitely. That's and um, both me and Justin are pissed. We had two opportunities to go see Tyler, and both times we couldn't make it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Next time he comes, I guess. And I really wanted to see him. See, that's the thing, though. Like everybody's like, man, he still got next time. But I was like, bro, next time it won't be a. Tour it won't be the for, same for Scumfuck Flower Boy. Yeah, it'll be a tour for something else. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I was like, I really want. And to not only it. that, like the scenery is going to be completely different. And yeah. he was coming within Staples. Yep. And you're not going to see him again with Staples. Yep. I mean, the time I saw him, it was with ASAP Rocky, Tyler, Vince Staples was there, mm-hmm. and it was Danny Brown. I feel like Vince Staples is a uh, unannounced member of Odd Future. Um, I wouldn't go that far. I don't think Vince Staples is a part of anything but, like, his own creation. Vince Staples is his own enigma. Yeah, but I mean, like... I've watched interviews and they talked about how like they vote they kind of came up together and oh well they did like there's old Odd Future songs with Vince yeah. on there well I just feel like I'm not well, saying that he is but I'm just saying like if he well, runs he with anybody he's on, probably running not with like Odd Future I think he used to sleep on Sid's couch who was like one of the DJs from yeah. Odd Future I think don't I quote think I me heard on something that. like that too yeah um let me see what other albums did you mention uh we both said we both said thing. damn. We both said damn, and so... You said Collector's Edition, and I said Regular Edition, well, but... Let me get into why I love the Collector's Edition. Well, um, I wanted to say Collector's Edition, but I want you to <laughs> explain your reasoning. So I love the the album Damn. Uh, damn was a great album, man. I listened to that over and over again. Uh, I listened to it today. I'm not even going to lie. I might, especially that song with the... What's his name? Bono? Oh, the uh, XXX, the XXX was featuring a great song, U2. Because uh, he really went into detail about yeah. like. No, that was an amazing story. Yeah, that was a great story. Um, but the song Duckworth, that's an amazing story. That was. See, everybody talks about how, like, that was one of the best songs on there. And that was one of my least favorite songs on that. My album. least favorite song on there is Yeah, Yeah. And it, which is why I think well, that's why I like the collected edition the most. Because, because it, it gets it out the way first. The, yeah, it gets it out the way, and then I hear all the songs uh, that, you like. that I like right after that. I like um, the collector's edition because it ends on a darker note. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I'm like in super into dark shit or anything, <laughs> but it just like the whole feel of it is different when yeah. you listen to it reversed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another cool thing where he made it, the story can still be told a different way if you play the track list in reverse. Yeah. But I, I yeah, I love that. Um, when it first came out, that was uh, April. And um, I remember it came out like at midnight. And I bought the album. Like, I want to be honest with you. I've spent over a hundred dollars on that album alone, and I'll explain it to you right now. Can we explain to you? Let me break down my uh, purchases. Ten dollars digital the first time it came out. Yeah. Okay. Thirty dollars for the vinyl 
when it first came out. That's forty right there. Um, another ten dollars digital when the collector's edition came out. Mm-hmm. So that's fifty. Another thirty on the vinyl for the collector's edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's eighty. There was another. There was something else that I bought that rounded it up but yeah and it's all for the same songs that <laughs> yeah and um, um you know what speaking of damn it brought up a memory that i totally forgot about so the whole reason damn changed i literally got my i didn't have spotify uh premium until damn came out like and when damn came out i was like i have to listen to this. i gotta find a way where i can listen to all my favorite albums just go jump into them and listen to them and I don't yeah. have to worry about them and Dan was the reason for me to buy my my, my Spotify premium so that, I think that's uh, that's something that's weird it's, it, it's it's cool that that had to influence me I was like I gotta get premium just so I can listen to Dan and then I went back and listened to Childish Gambino's album as well which one uh, the Awaken one that, My Love because mm-hmm, I didn't have I didn't listen to that one because I didn't have a way I didn't. I don't like going to the websites and listening yeah. to them on uh, those like those weird websites yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just because there's usually like weird advertisements and mm-hmm. shit like that I just didn't like it and so I was like I'm getting a Spotify premium so I can get listen to Damn and I can listen to uh, Waking My Love I like to Waking My Love a mm-hmm. lot but that's not an R&B album uh, that's an R&B album yeah. and not this show to talk about but if you see me in the street and you want to talk about it please do yeah we'll, uh, we'll I love Childish Gambino is my number one and a lot of people give me shit for that but that that is my number one artist of all time and if you want to argue it with me, please do. Like, <laughs> I'm down to debate. I think he's definitely getting a lot more recognition now. Like, I, I think I see rappers actually. I think I saw a tweet the other day, and it was a, a rapper, and he named his top five uh, rappers, and Childish Gambino was on there. He, and I think and I think a lot of rappers are getting to that point now where, like, Childish Gambino is one of their favorite rappers. Childish Gambino is my favorite rapper. He's mm. the best rapper ever. Yeah. In my opinion. And mm-hmm. again, if you want to see, it's just sad though. Like uh, with Childish Gambino, he's one of those artists. See now, he I feel like he's done with his rap career as far as yeah. like rapping. He's getting his recognition now and that he's yeah, towards the I'm end saying. of and his career. Like, he, he's now getting his rap recognition after he's done. With yeah, it. he wasn't getting it while he had mm-hmm. it. And I was one of those people that was like, I don't want to listen to him. Yeah. And then once I did, I was like, what a fucking idiot! Like, <laughs> yeah, Childish Gambino has bars. Yeah, I was listening to him with whenever he came out with like uh, what was it? Eat all your fruits and vegetables. Which one was that? Uh, that's the one in the video. He's just like in an empty warehouse and he's wearing like a red sweater. He's just kind of like oh, um, freaks and geeks. Yeah, freaks and geeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, my favorite line from that song. He's like, uh, "I'm ee coming on her face." That's yeah. poetry in motion. Dude, he has a lot Whew. of great songs. Dude, his uh, wordplay and metaphors are ridiculous. Yeah, he he some of the best wordplay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love Childish Gambino, and he he pretty much I'm not gonna say he found Chance, but he pretty much found Chance. That I did not know. Yeah, that's why um. I don't. This isn't a break down the bar session, but uh, I'll get into it later with you. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, what album? We both said dude, we Damn. gotta do another episode where we. I'll take, do a whole album. No, I'll do a whole episode. Dude, we on gotta Childish do Gambino. an episode on like our favorite bars bars oh yeah i can do it and like we have like our favorite songs and favorite bars and we go and dissect them sometimes i'll be like driving and i'll just be like man i want to hear the bars like where can i find the bars like someone please if you know a song that just has stupid bars just like please that's why i was telling you about big crit this morning because i think last night i just felt like i want to listen to some bars yeah and uh i had forgot how like dope big crit is like did you put on his newest album um, I don't think so. I think it was one of his uh, older stuff. Okay. Um, I just wanted to hear like his rhyme scheme. Like it's crazy how he he sets up his rhyme schemes. Sometimes he can switch up his rhyme scheme in the middle of a song. You know who else is like that? Um, MF Doom. MF Doom. MF I've Doom. His whole setup mm-hmm. to the punchline mm-hmm. will match the next bar. Like the whole setup will yeah. rhyme. So if like he says like, I went to the store it'll mm-hmm. be like my fent blower like whatever yeah. like like the whole thing will line up next yeah. to it and he's fucking crazy too mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, we'll do a whole episode next we time. Should, we're in a we're nice. in a dry spell. We'll do a whole episode do, on like, our favorite bars. We should probably do that as like the season one ending. Season one finale, finale. favorite bars. Yeah, then go into that way. I'll have more time to prepare it too. Yeah, and, and then, um. Also, are like are like uh, radio freestyles? Are those eligible for us to talk about? What is that? Like when like, uh, like when an artist goes on like sway in the morning and he's like, "All right, do the five fingers of death." Oh yeah, because I mean, some of the best bars come out of that. Dude, one of the best. I mean, it probably is the greatest freestyle that we heard was Childish Gambino's freestyle. On which one? The one where he was all like uh, Hot ninety seven with Peter Rosenberg. Over the grind in my whole yeah. life beat, mm-hmm. I was just about to say. I've been grinding my whole life. Oh, <laughs> I went off. I will recite I've never, that whole freestyle I've never right heard now. A freestyle of that dope. And the thing life. is, you can tell he's actually freestyling, like oh, yeah. off the top of his head. Yeah, and that shit is incredible. And he was still able to see. That's one bring of my in favorites of all time. That one. So for me, my favorites mm-hmm. it goes that one, then um, Little Dicky when he went on um on Tim Westwood. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, it's Danny Brown when he went on Sway in the Morning, and then after that, it's Childish Gambino again over the Pound Count Pound oh, Cake yeah, beat Pancake. I remember that on one. Sway. Those four freestyles. If you haven't seen them, please go look them up. Those are fucking incredible. Hell yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. See, I don't listen to freestyles as much. Anymore. I don't either. Well, see, because see, like I was saying, freestyle is more about the bars and more about. But like, I'll listen the, to those for for like just mm-hmm. as songs. Like I'll drive home to those. And see, just like I was saying in the last episode, I was talking about how like uh, I'm not saying I don't like like really real music and serious music right now because obviously I like Damn and it was a great album, mm-hmm. but uh, and it was very serious. But he was able to find a element that was also entertaining. Ha, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was just watching an interview before we got in here with Famous Zex, and he was talking about how like uh, he was like we're not real music. He was like people like me and Lil Pump. He was like we're entertainers. We're here to entertain, and we do entertainment music or yeah. entertainment stuff. He goes if you want to listen to real music, he's like go listen to Four Four Four, go listen to uh, you know he was naming albums like yeah. that. He was like that's real music, and uh, I was able to respect him for for saying well, that. You know. I'm glad he's self-aware. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, I'm glad that he was self-aware to the fact that, you know, he's not real music. Like, he, he's like, I'm the entertainment. He's like, I'm not trying to put out real music. I'm trying to just have fun and have stuff to turn up to. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's what's up. Good thing on you. Yeah. Kudos to you for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's go albums that you like, but you wouldn't consider, like, your favorite albums. Like, not even albums that you're listening to right now. Just, like, thinking back, what are some albums that you've liked over the years? Oh, you just can, over the years yeah, in general? Yeah, give me five. That's a hard one, man. Putting me in a tough position there. I can go. There's so many. Go ahead. Let, let me let me have some time to think. Okay. Um. No, I'm not going to say that one. Let me keep looking. I'll say at long last ASAP. Definitely. That Which was ASAP Rocky's uh, second one. Okay. Second album. That's the one that had LSD on it and Lord Pretty Flacco Jody. That one, I really enjoyed that one. Um, Coloring Book, Chance the Rapper. Mm. I've liked it. I mean, I wouldn't consider it one of my favorites, but I definitely really like that one. Um... Yeezus by Kanye. Yeezus is. A lot of people don't like it. I really like Yeezus. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think. The mixtape August 26 mm-hmm. by Post Malone. That was a good mixtape. And um, for my last one. Oh, I'm going to go with um, Summertime 06, Vince Staples. That album was really good. 
that was when I knew that I liked Vince Staples when that album came out. I'm gonna go with ASAP Rocky's very first mixtape. It changed. Live love ASAP. It changed the dynamic for me for for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I've got an ASAP tattoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was dope, man. I just never heard a rapper that was so. Because uh, he brought in like this. I just like that cockiness. And it obviously. I think that's what drew me to it. Yeah, too. I was he, like that cockiness. Because like he knew. Mm-hmm. He knew like about himself. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. Bitch, I dress nice. What's up? Yeah. Like, well, see, and it was funny too because he—I I really started liking him because one of the very first interviews I, I saw him before I listened to his music, he was talking about like, uh, they're like, "Why you call yourself the uh, pretty motherfucker?" And he was like, "Cause I'm an ugly ass nigga." <laughs> and he was like, "So like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm gonna say I'm uh, the opposite, you know, trying to." And it, it ended up working. Like now, oh, all yeah. the, now all the girls want him. Like, Everyone he's looks, a sex symbol now. Yeah, girls look at him and they're like, "Wow, that's a pretty motherfucker." That's what I mean. And, and he like, used to not be that. He used to be an ugly dude. <laughs> like, uh, even when I saw him at the very first time, I was like, "This guy's kind of ugly." And now I'm like, now I even look at him now and I'll be like, "He got some swag." Like, yeah, yeah. ASAP Rocky got the nicest teeth in the game. I just want to. Yo, if you're reading this, if you, re- I was gonna say if you're reading this, it's too late. But I was like, that's that's hard. That's if, a hard one right there. If you're reading this, was one of like. That could also be one of like in my one of my most favorite albums as as well. Um, let's see. Definitely, uh, uh, pain. What's it? Pain, passion, and demon slain. Passion, pain, and demon slain. Yeah, passion, pain, Kid and demon Cuddy. slain. That was the return of Kid Cudi. Uh, the return of the Man of the Moon. I feel like. Uh, Are you telling me you didn't like a speeding bullet to heaven? <laughs> <laughs> no. You're gonna pass on that I'm question. Pass on that question. <laughs> I didn't, no, I didn't. Um, yeah, that was a weird album. It, it sounded like, I mean, I'm not gonna discredit him. I understand that he was trying to create something new, but it just sounded like a really bad Nirvana album. <laughs> <laughs> um, where am I? I'm at three right now, right? Yeah. Let's do um, Six Dogs self-entitled album. I'm, a, I'm gonna keep promoting that guy okay. until he blows up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because I I really like him, man. He's a kid too. He's only like eighteen. He just turned eighteen, and he has a great style. Uh, and I haven't heard his name, but I've been li- I've, dude. I, as soon as I heard that album, his self entitled album, I put I literally downloaded it into my playlist. Yeah, it's in my playlist now. Um, and that's hard for me to do. I don't even have like, I don't think I have damn play downloaded. Oh no, I do. Um, I don't have like Big Fish Theory downloaded. Into my playlist, and you really like that album. And I really like that album. That's I, what I'm saying. I, I'm not into that album so much. That's what I'm saying. Like, for me to uh, put you on my playlist, like, there's a lot of albums where I'm like, this is amazing album, but I won't put it on my playlist just because I'm like, I don't want to listen to it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to listen to it when I want to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that I was able to like listen to this kid's album and be like, I'm willing to listen to this all the time. Like, I yeah. don't care if it pops up in one of my random songs because I'm like, this is dope. Uh. So that's number four, and then let's go ahead and say this is gonna be in my most favorite albums. But I'll go ahead and say put it in here: the Purple Hulk. By Pretty I knew Talk. you were gonna say Purple Hulk. <laughs> I knew it. as soon as I saw your face, I was like, he's gonna say Purple Hulk. The Purple Hulk for real. Uh, <laughs> and of course that goes back because you know we Dallas, and that was like that was the one time where Dallas almost had an opportunity to. Uh, Push to, out to a be major artist. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, any albums that I listed that you want to talk about? Go through your list again. I said uh, At Long Last ASAP, which okay. was his last album that came out. Um, Coloring Book from Chance the Rapper. Uh, Yeezus from Kanye. Um...
August 26th from Post Malone. Mm. And Summertime 06 by Vince Staples. Dope. Nah, I can't. The only thing I would have to say is that, like, that latest ASAP album was mm-hmm. one of my least favorite albums of ASAP. I didn't like it. I'll agree with you there. That's why I put it in my mm-hmm. albums that I liked, but not okay. like my favorite albums yeah. ever. Let's go. What, how, where are we at? What is our time looking at? Looking like right now? Uh, we're only at 40. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, I think we should jump into our our most favorite albums of that's all time. That's what I was going to say right and now. And then we wrap it up. Favorite albums ever. No, yeah, no, no numbers. Yeah. We'll nothing. Just, we'll just, just put it out there as yeah. the favorite albums of all time. You don't have to give me five. You don't even have to give me three. If you only got two, just let that's me. That's true. Well, I want to, just because these albums were the ones that like changed my my thoughts on hip hop. Like mm-hmm. this formed my love for hip hop, these albums. Yeah. Uh so like Thug Motivation One on One by Jeezy. That's a good one. Amazing. That mm-hmm. like changed like that that I was like, this is amazing. Um Word of Mouth, of course. That was like a huge turning for from Ludacris. Yeah. Big Tuck was a huge thing for me growing Hulk. up. The Purple Hulk. Uh and you could tell like as you, you hear me, my name is Alyssa, it kind of makes sense like that, that you can start seeing like the influence and in where, uh, what I like, um, 50 cents, get rich or die trying. Okay. Uh, what's that for? You don't have to give me a I know, I, I just want to say. Yeah, that's four. four. I want to say those are probably my four best albums of all time. I think it's interesting that you say those because mm-hmm. you list like albums that came out in your generation when you were first getting into hip hop. That's what I mean, yeah. And my albums are like when I was first getting into hip hop too. <laughs> um because those are the ones that like drove me in. Those are the yeah. ones that caught my attention. They captivated me. So um, um like I said in the first episode, um I didn't get serious about listening to hip hop music until um, my freshman freshman and sophomore mm-hmm. year of high school. Like, I, of course, I listened to music before then, yeah. but I wasn't, like, actively going out and looking for music, and I didn't know when stuff was coming out. Like, mm-hmm. I would just see, oh, this happened? All right, let me download it. And then I wouldn't even listen to it all the way through. I'd just, like, pick the songs that I like yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But the first time that I, like, actually got into music was um, Long Live ASAP with ASAP Rocky, the one where he has the flag around him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that one's that one, one of my good. favorites of all yeah. time. Um, without a doubt, that one's my favorite. One of my favorites. Um, the next one I want to say is Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. Fucking incredible. Honestly, to this day, I think that is the greatest mixtape to ever yeah. release. It, and obviously, I can't say that. I've never listened to every mixtape that's ever hap- that's ever released. Yeah. But from what I've heard, that still holds up as mm-hmm. the greatest mixtape that I've ever heard in my life. Um, the next thing that I want to say... Uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive by J. Cole. Uh, yeah. That came out my senior year. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, my senior senior or sophomore year? Senior year. Yeah. My senior year of high school. And it was one of the first times where I just, like, heard bars just, like, mm. thrown at me. And it was it was amazing. Dude. Oh, I totally forgot about one. Uh, Man on the Moon 1. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, Cuddy. So that's my top five right there. Um, Cuds. So there's three right there. Um, let me see. I already know what my favorite album of all time is, but I don't want to say it yet. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's other albums that I've liked over the years, but I wouldn't consider them like my favorites. Uh. Yeah, so I'm just gonna say those, and then if I think of anything else, I'll I'll talk about it later. But what's my your, what's your greatest album of all time? My favorite greatest album of I feel all like time. I should know this. You should know it. I think you already know it. Let's see. It's because the internet, but Childish Gambino. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that, that album. Great. That album. I forgot to put that. That was gonna be in my like my uh, just like music. That's my albums. favorite album of all time. No, that that was one of my albums that like I liked it a lot, um, especially that one song. Uh, what is it? Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, and I ain't got shit to do, but fall in love with you. Dude, me and my friends were like, 
we would get together. Uh, this was at the time where like we didn't have too much responsibilities, mm-hmm. uh, so we were able to like just wake up and go hang out with each other. Yeah, and and, and uh, we would like go and make music, and we would be listening to that shit and doing other activities that I'm not gonna say on here. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that album. Honestly, that is the, again, in my opinion, the greatest album to ever release. I love that album so much. I can listen to that album. I'm not going to take that away from you. Every single day. <laughs> I love that album. Mm-hmm. I I honestly could do a whole episode where we can just discuss that album. Yeah. I feel um, like eventually when we get to um, a point in our careers doing this, we can probably have like a listening party of like our greatest albums. And oh, yeah. Our fans come in and listen to like our favorite albums mm-hmm. um so you know maybe maybe <laughs> um yeah that's that's my favorite album uh tell me why let me hear a little um give me okay tell so, me things that really captivated you that okay were like, so that album the, came out in 2013 right yeah. but i didn't listen to the album until 2015 mm-hmm. because again i wasn't a childish gambino fan yeah i remember my friends coming up to me they'd be like hey have you heard that song about childish gambino i'd be like ugh Childish Gambino No I haven't heard that song What's a Gambino I, don't, I was like I don't want to hear that song Cause I was like That guy Sucks But I'd never listened to anything He had ever done right Yeah And then so Um I'm a big Spider-Man fan If y'all don't know I love Spider-Man That is my favorite superhero of all time And so There was rumors when, uh, before the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie got made, Mm -hmm. that Childish Gambino was gonna be playing Spider-Man, and I was like, well, you know, I gotta give this guy a chance if he's gonna be playing my favorite superhero. So then I went back and I watched his stand-up, and I was like, this guy's pretty funny. And then um, after I saw his stand-up, there was like links to his songs and stuff, Mm -hmm. and bonfire. No, so even before that. my sister liked the song 3005 mm-hmm. and um that was the first song i ever heard about him because yeah. i remember my dad used to watch mtv jams all the time and for some reason it came on and my sister was singing along to it and i was like Ugh, you like childish gambino <laughs> and then she's like i just like this one song and i was like uh-huh. okay whatever so then after all that happened then um this first song that i listened to by myself was sweatpants yeah and so- um I just remember when we went, uh, eh, 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 I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, <laughs> this dude is fucking good. So yeah. then I listened to 3005, and then I listened to a couple other songs, and I was like, wow, I really like this guy. So then I downloaded the whole album, and I listened to it all the way to, through, like, maybe three times. And I liked, like, the first three, skipped, like, two. I liked those, and then, like, skip a, a couple more, and then I liked, mm-hmm. like, the last two. And then uh, I left it at that, and I was like, okay. You know, I'm a fan. He convinced me. Yeah. And then um, I just stopped listening to the album for a while. And then for some reason, I went back and I was like, because I was like humming along to one of the songs in my head that yeah. I was like, what the fuck is the name of the song? So I listened oh, to the whole yeah. album all the way through again. And that's when I was like, whoa, like yeah. this fucking album is amazing. Because honestly, th- that album has some of the best bars you'll ever hear in your life. It has some of the best instrumentals you ever hear in your life. Um, just everything about the album. Is fucking yeah. perfect, and then not only that, the, the rollout that the album had. Um, so, for the he put out, he put out a short film that was like a prequel to the mm-hmm. album. Where if you watch that, oh the uh, it claps for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. Like so that. it's like thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and then you watch that, and then along with the album, there's a seventy-two page screenplay that you can read along to while you're playing the album. So you watch the fucking 30-minute uh, thing, <laughs> then you listen to the album and read the script, and then there's, like, uh, the, the, just, like, everything about it is just yeah. creative and amazing and just... Um, That's dope. The, it's called Because the Internet, right? Yeah. And instead of using a traditional album cover, like, uh... Uh, the official like album artwork isn't just a regular picture. It's like it's not a it's not a JPG. It's a GIF. Yeah. And so that's another thing. It's like another layer of like because the internet. Yeah. I'm gonna make my album car- cover a GIF. And yeah. um, if you get the CD, it's like holographic, so you can see that it's a GIF. Yeah. It's um, the, if you get the vinyl, it comes with like a physical copy of the 72 page oh, screenplay. Uh, it has artwork on the inside, like. 
there's just like everything about it was fucking amazing. There's a, there was um, with the screenplay when it originally came out, he had it on a website. It was called Because the Inner dot net, mm-hmm. and um, there was a part where it said um, play the secret song here, because like when you read along to the script, it tells you when to start and stop songs mm. while you're reading along mm. to it. And there's one part where it says play a secret song here, and so everyone's like, what the fuck is a secret song? And that was because Childish Gambino knows how to code and, like, do code on computers. And so if you, like, decoded the website, it sent you to a link where it had a secret song that, like, you Have played you along. Yeah. It's um, it's called 3005 Beach Version. Oh, okay. And um, it's pretty much just 3005, but it's just, like, a different tempo. Yeah. And, like, the voices are, like, pitched up. It's cool, but still, it's just like the way you had to go about to find it and like all What's kinds of stuff. What's that one song that he did the video with Janae Aiko? Um, Telegraph Avenue. Telegraph Avenue was yeah. a great song too. So just yeah, yeah, everything yeah. about that album it was just good. And then I, I don't know, it just how he didn't win the Grammy that year for best rap album still bothers yeah. me. And he lost to Eminem's. Well, at the time it was Eminem's worst album. It was uh, Marshall Matters LP two. Now his worst album is Revival, mm. but um, still, Childish Gambino shouldn't—he should have got that Grammy. Um, but yeah, definitely my favorite album of yeah. all time. I don't think I have a favorite album of all time, but most influential. The reason I would say it that it's, it's embedded in my blood—it it, it has my attitude, uh, which is the Purple Hulk. Purple Hulk, the Purple Big Hulk, tuck. Big Tuck, and the reason why I'm bringing it up now is because uh, I forgot how much that was an influence on me uh, growing up. Mm-hmm. I was probably maybe 11 to 13 years old when that album came out, so very adolescent growing up, very influenced. I can be influenced very easily uh, at that time of, of age. Man, I remember like rolling with my older sister. Like, you know, she had she got her first car. She's, you know, I'm with my older sister, and she put in that Purple Hulk album, and I'm like, this is so, this is banging, and he's from Dallas, and he's yeah. putting on for Dallas, you know? And as a kid, you're like, damn, this is this is somebody, he's giving me something to be proud for from the city that I'm from. Yeah. Not only that, like, uh, I was we were just listening to some songs uh, before while we were setting up, and I was, like, talking about uh, his rhyme scheme and how he, he, he would take the Eminem, uh, route on how he would fit his words and like uh, use different syllables um, how he would change a word like if it wasn't like beer he would like he would say burr just so it can rhyme with something um, yeah but you know like that was something that like I did he did it a lot though like as much as like and he had like that southern uh, slang to it too. yeah like so cross the bar like mm-hmm. over syllables so yeah, the words I mean. could rhyme and stuff yeah, like that yeah that's what I'm talking about and uh just the fact that you know he's from Dallas and he's from the South and that he put on and that was an amazing album. Like that's an album I can listen to front, from front to back. Um, and it, like I said, dude, I, I I forgot how much it influenced me because like I'll I'll use like some of those quotes from that song in my everyday life and I totally forgot where I got it from. You know what I mean? Like I totally forgot where I even like mm-hmm. where did I get that from? And then uh, recently I was listening to that album again. I was like, dude, I forgot how much like this song. That's how I felt when I started uh, when I started listening to Carter Four again. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck, man! I forgot how hard Lil Wayne yeah. goes." Like, uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the Purple Hulk come out like on a purple cassette tape? Mm-hmm. It was purple. Everything yeah. was purple. The like it it had like a blue a purple tint. That's all it was. It was yeah. almost like a like they took the picture and then they put a purple tint over it. That's cool. And uh, it had, like, the Dallas skyline. It was very local. Like, you had all local artists have their mixtapes yeah. where it's just, like, them behind the Dallas skyline. Yeah. Uh, I have a picture like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, every artist has a fucking picture like that uh, if you're a Dallas artist, except his was, like, I don't know how he did it. He got everybody in Dallas to bang with him and rock it with him. Yeah. And uh, every at that time when he, that album came out, you couldn't drive down the street. You couldn't go to the car wash. You couldn't go anywhere without, without hearing, hearing that album bumping. Purple Hulk. Yeah, from somebody else's car, which was – it was something to be proud of, that was, uh, especially for, for Big Tuck himself, uh, just to take over a city, his own city like that. Cool, man. I'm glad oh, yeah. we had this convo oh, yeah. on our favorite albums. Um we haven't had this. I was yeah. starting to think we were never going to have it. 
Yeah, uh, we gotta have some more combos about our favorites coming up soon. Hell yeah! But um, right now, now that uh, you had the chef special on the special menu today, <laughs> we're gonna go a little bit into the regular menu today. I gotta ask you, Justin, um, who was invited to the barbecue? Who was invited, man? Who 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 we um letting in eating these ribs today? Who's getting this? Getting these meals, man. Uh, a lot has been happening uh, out in the news. Uh, as far as like not this week but uh, just in general a lot of things are happening a lot of artists are doing things so I want to say big ups to all the artists uh, other artists that that did something for the communities out there um, this past week uh, there was a little challenge called the God's Plan Challenge and there's a few there's a, like a good handful maybe 10 to 12 artists that decided to go out there um, including Travis Scott Travis Scott was one of them that kind of announced that he rented out a uh, Two theaters and told the the city to come until the the seats were full. Yeah, for the Black uh, Panther. For the Black Panther, uh, and I think that was great. Uh, speaking of Black Panther, uh, I love the fact that artists were doing that. A lot of artists did that. A lot of artists uh, rented out that that yeah. theaters for. It's a good movie. So the community can go out there. I love Black Panther because I feel like this is going to be the re come up for the black community. Um, uh, growing up, I had a lot of, like, most of my friends were black, just because, like, I don't know, I don't know, like, my mom, we kind of went to a black church, mm-hmm. like, all my friends were black, my mom hung out with, like, nothing but black, older black ladies, mm-hmm. um, I think she just felt more comfortable uh, doing that way, uh, but I just feel like the, the black community has been taking a, a big punch, and they're not uh, as strong as they used to be, and I feel like Black Panther definitely will put them back uh well, definitely the younger generation will understand like yeah. their their culture. It might actually make them want to go look up where they're from and be mm-hmm. smarter about uh, about their actions and about the the true power of a uh, of what they hold. And that goes for all people. I think everybody out there uh, should definitely learn where you're from and learn uh, your history. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the power of representation. Yeah, so. I was like, there's a lot of power in knowing that. Um, and so I want to say everybody who did who put out for the community is definitely invited. So Everyone's Travis invited. Scott, Drake, XXX. Uh, XXX. There was a lot of people that went out and definitely put on for the for uh, for the people out there, and yeah. I think that was great. Yeah, shout uh, out to all the people doing good things out oh there. Oh yeah. Uh, so as with that being said, uh, who's not invited? Who's to the not invited? Team? Let's see, man. Who? I don't know. This is what I'm talking about, being unprepared. I, <laughs> I did not see anything in the news this, this week as far as, like, uh, anybody fucking up. Fergie. <laughs> Fergie. Fergie. Fergie's not invited say, to yes, Fergie. Yeah. You can say We don't need door. any of that singing at our barbecue. Yeah, if you do that national anthem at my barbecue. <coughs> Yo, I heard a joke that said, Fergie sung the national anthem so bad that Colin Kaepernick had to stand up. <laughs> 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 nah, someone put on Twitter they're like Fergie sang the national anthem like she hated America, so I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> yeah, Fergie, yeah, we'll, that we'll was, go with Fergie. That wasn't that, good. Um, that's there's like, actually a video floating around from when R. Kelly sung the national anthem like at an Oscar La Hoya fight. Mm-hmm. That shit was funny, man. Uh, um, but yeah, Fergie, don't come to our barbecue with that bullshit. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, you were good in the Black Eyed Peas, but um, get the fuck out of here with that with that yeah. national anthem. Yeah, that was that was weird. Uh, all right, Justin. Uh, let's end this off with the rhyme game, as always. Let's do this. Um, so for those of y'all, let me explain the rules real quick. The rhyme game is me and Justin going back and forth on a on a rhyme. So we start off with one word, and then we'll go back and forth, and then we can do two word phrases, but they can't be reversed. They have to make sense. Um, first person that doesn't think of something within sound two to like, three seconds. So like if I say cat, and he said in the hat. No, that's not a two-word no, phrase. That's a three-word that. phrase. Why can't we do that? So, <laughs> if I said like you said cat, and then litter. I said then I s- yeah yeah, and okay. then you could say litter. Yeah. But if I said litter and then you said cat, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. A litter cat isn't anything. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it's a cat. That, that's what I mean litter. by <laughs> that's what I mean by that. So um, what we want y'all to do is we want y'all to send us suggestions on Twitter with words that you want us to use, and we're gonna have a jar and we're gonna pull out words. But until we get to that point, we're just going to be picking out our own words. Yep. So currently, um, me and Justin are tied, I believe. I believe so. I think it is. Uh, yeah, the score is 2-2 two, two right now. Justin has two wins. I have two wins. 
And um, Justin, do you want to start off today? Or do you want me to start off today? Our word is going to be ice. Ice. Um. Yeah, let's do it. Let me start off. Let's. Start. You ready? Mm-hmm. You ready to do this? Are y'all ready, guys? So the word is ice. Mm-hmm. So you want me to? No, let's do it. Ice. ice. Oh, who, who's starting? <laughs> me. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Ice. Mice. Vice. Lice. Christ. Nice. Slice. Dice. Damn it. That was it. That's, That's it? it, guys. Oh, I had so many more. Dude, mice? I was like, where can I go? I was trying to think of a phrase. I was like, mice. I was like, mice. I was mice. hoping you were going to say rice, and I was going to say pudding. Dude, and, uh, I, I was thinking of mice because I was like, dude, mice. I was thinking of what they call uh, a group of mice, like when they eat and they're all together. That's why I got well, You know, up. once a mouse goes inside of once a mouse like no, leaves a house. Once a rat. Once a rat goes inside a house, house, it's a mice. It's a mice. <laughs> and then once a mice leaves a house, it's, it's a rat. rat. So <laughs> that's just some uh, things you got to remember. Oh, but uh, yeah, we want to say uh, thank you again for listening to the Backyard Barbecue oh, Podcast. Yeah. Uh, also, we want to shout out to Hypnotic Donuts for letting us record in their space. Yes. On space. Space. On, on Garland Road. This mural. Um, here's the I'm mural. I'm pretty sure you're like, man, what is that mural? Yeah, we didn't Where paint this. Where are they this. at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we shoot here on Garland Road in Dallas, Texas, so come come by to Hypnotic Right Donuts. before you get to the Arboretum? Yeah. Uh, it's after the Arboretum, actually. No, it's right before. Our Arboretum's back Oh, there. it depends if you're coming from which oh, way you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, it depends yeah, on which depends way you're coming. Way you're coming from. My bad. For, yeah, coming from my house, you pass it. <laughs> Uh, coming from Justin's it's before yeah Um. but yeah sh- uh, so shout out to them Uh, thank you again for listening to the Backyard Barbecue oh, yeah, podcast uh, we will be here again next week keep showing uh, some love guys maybe we'll be back on our regular schedule maybe we'll decide to do just more uh, topical episodes mm-hmm. Um. but yeah thanks again yeah, for man, listening let us know if like we should do more topical things or if we should, if we should do like more keep news, doing the news yeah. or doing new music yeah uh, I mean like I said we're still starting off um and we, we we'll, really, we'll adjust to yeah how, we'll adjust to um, how we want the show to go but um, yeah yeah so, thanks again for listening i've been your host kane patrick and you know what to it do it's your boy jay vivid and uh we'll see y'all next week peace peace backyard barbecue podcast the premier hip-hop podcast in the game